You're listening to Inch by Inch, the ultimate home comfort show, live on AM980 and online at am980.ca. Got a question about plumbing, heating, or air conditioning? Call now, 519-643-2222 or 1-866-354-8255. Now, here's your hosts, Peter and Steve. Good morning. I'm Steve Gilbert, uh, co-host of the Inch by Inch, the ultimate home comfort show. I'm a sales consultant for Roy's and Sons Heating, Air Conditioning, and Plumbing. We're a service experts company, three-time winner of the Consumer Choice Award in London Free Press, Best of London, and London Community News Reader's Choice Award. We hope you'll be able to listen every Saturday morning from 9 to 9.30 as we provide information to you, our listeners, about how heating, air conditioning, and plumbing, how it works in your home, as well as some great energy-saving tips. But most important, the phone lines are open, so you can call in locally at 519-643-2222 or 1-866-354-8255. We also accept an email if you just email it to inchbyinch at serviceexperts.com. And today, one lucky caller will win a free air conditioner and furnace tune-up, so please don't wait and give us a call to the show. And in studio uh, with me today, because Peter is currently in uh, Serbia, on a World Curling Federation meeting. Uh, I have Dan Peterson back in the studio with me today. How are you, Dan? I'm great, Steve. How are you doing? Super. Good, good. It's uh, it's good to see you back in the chair. Oh, well, <laughs> thanks for having me. <laughs> yeah. I hear uh, it's been a busy summer for you, though. It has been a busy summer. Um, lots of things to do. Uh, son from out west and uh, going to pick up a grandson after today's show. Awesome. Yeah. Awesome. And um, I just have to throw this in. I, I'm 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 a Blue Jay fan, and, <laughs> and, I, and I know your beloved Tigers. Did you, Mister Price is pitching today? So how how do you feel about that? Well, I still have uh, a Tiger shirt with Price on the back, so um, I, I'll have to root for him. I probably will have to root for the Jays too. Um, we were in Toronto when uh, they beat uh, the Tigers nine three. I think it was. Yeah. They didn't do uh, – Hutchinson had a little trouble last night, but um, – He did. He had a little trouble. Yeah. Yeah. But uh, I think Mr. Price will get them back on track today. Hopefully. They're, they've only got a half-game lead now, so uh, maybe they can stretch that out a bit. Yeah, they need to stay ahead of the Bronx Bombers by sure. Exactly. Yes. Anyways, in your stead since you've been gone, um, we've, we've had a couple of questions that have been in the mailbag that I thought I should get out for you because <laughs> they're, they, have, they, they were specifically designed for you. Oh. So if you don't mind, I can, can I ask you some of those? Certainly. Okay. So if I reach in the mailbag, it says, so what's the difference between a garburator or an incinerator uh, and, and a garbage disposal? Well, an incinerator is actually just the name. It's just a brand name. Oh. Um, they're all uh, garburators, so to speak. But incinerator is just a brand name. Um. Some municipalities have bylaws against them. Okay. Um, they don't like the food waste going to the sewage treatment plant because you have to use a lot of water when you use one of those. Okay. So it all goes down the drain. You use enough water to keep it flushed down to the sewage treatment plant. Uh, the, the pro thing about it is it does divert waste from landfills. Right. But it does sometimes add a little bit extra to the sewage treatment plant. So every municipality has a different bylaw on that. Okay. Some municipalities will accept them. Some won't allow them. But uh, they're all the same thing. 
I personally think they're a great thing. Uh, if you can divert stuff from the landfill, which seems to be our biggest one of our biggest concerns right now environmentally, I think that's a good thing. And but what is so? What's the position in London regarding uh, incinerators or garburetors? Um, I think that they are allowed in London, but you should check before you decide. Call City Hall and the Engineers Department and check before you decide to have one installed. Because be, it'll be something specific. Right. Okay. Right. And um, and in the surrounding areas, same sort of thing. You should just need to you just need to check with with the municipal. Exactly. You have to check with your municipal authority to see whether that bylaw is in place or not. Oh, okay. Well, okay. I, I did not realize that. Yes. Okay. <laughs> and then um, moving along to, to something else, uh, somebody called in, uh, Frank called in, and he said, what's better and the difference between a flexible waxless seal or a wax seal for a toilet? Well, there's not really a lot of difference in them. Um some people prefer the wax seal because it compresses down. And if you you have a little bit of variance on the height, the wax will compress more. Whereas a lot of times if you use a rubber seal, it will only compress so far. Okay. So a lot of people will use the wax. The wax also, you can get a wax seal with a horn on it that goes directly. It keeps the toilet and the flange, everything all in line. So when you're trying to do it by yourself. It's a lot easier, yeah. So that when you could set it down on your bolts, it'll basically direct you right into the, the opening on the flange. Yeah, because I'm trying to do one myself. I didn't I didn't have one of those, and yeah. you, you don't know really if you've got the toilet in the correct yeah. position or not. Um, if you have a rubber one, you really, like you said, you can't always tell because sometimes it'll want to fall off fall the off. horn. Um as and then, far, and then you bolt it down, and then you flush the toilet. That's and water right, and comes then out. it's all over the floor or down in the basement. But as far as length of life, it's kind of six of one, half dozen of the other. The foam seal can be compressed maybe once or twice, but it does get waterlogged. Once you compress a a wax seal, it's done. So if you don't think you've got it in the right spot, and you take it off, you're putting another new wax seal on. Oh, so if you put the toilet down, you don't think it's right, and you pick it back up off the toilet again? That's right, because you need to, you've already started to compress it down. And so you need to put a second one on. Well, that's that's what I would suggest, definitely. So anytime you change a toilet, then you should be changing that exactly. seal. Exactly, change the seal, and it doesn't matter whether it's a rubber or a wax, you should change it regardless. No. Oh. So then one other question since we're on this uh, for, for the do-it-yourselfers that change toilets and instead of calling professionals I like us. I know you do it sometimes yourself, Steve. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> I didn't have much success the last time because I thought, you know, snug is good but tight is better and, and I cracked the back porcelain bowl. Yeah, that um, that's not good when you tighten down that <laughs> tank too tight. And then you hear it go snap? Yeah. Yeah. Sometimes you, when you walk away and you hear it go snap, you know you're in trouble. <laughs> yeah, so you were you were very kind to get me a new bag for my toilet that I destroyed. Yeah, and I I did it again, but I promised you that if I did it a second time, that you'd be putting it on for me. Yeah. <laughs> but on that same on that same note, the um, I've seen like some toilets sitting on a floor are just sitting there, and sometimes you see them put a bead of caulking around. Um, yes. Uh, sometimes you may see a bead of caulking around because they, 
Some individuals think it prevents dirt from getting underneath there, which it does prevent that. I personally don't like to see the caulking there because if your seal starts to leak, you have no indication. It's going to force the water down. Oh. I would rather see it come out along the floor. Then you know right away you've got a problem. I see. Whereas if it if you've got it caulked around there, yes, you won't allow dirt to get underneath there. It makes for a nicer, cleaner-looking job. Yes. But if you have a leak, it could cause more damage. Because you don't know about it till it's right. too late. That's right. Now, sometimes you'll get someone that'll have a very uneven floor. Right. And they may have to put a shim of some sort to level that toilet up. If they do that, sometimes they may want to put a bead of caulking around to hide that shim that's in there. Right. But that's just a, mostly it's a cosmetic thing. Okay. But your your recommendation is to keep it open just in that's case right. when that seal, if it ever does go, then you'll see the effects. Yep, that's the right. I, I would rather see the water coming out around the bowl first than see my ceiling starting to bubble down below. Okay. Well, yeah. thanks, Dan. At this time, it's uh, we're going to go to a commercial break, and then uh, hopefully we'll get um, we'll get a caller in, and we'll discuss that. So exactly. Okay. Thanks. You're listening to Inch by Inch, the ultimate home comfort show, live on AM980 and online at am980.ca. Got a question about plumbing, heating, or air conditioning? Call now, 519-643-2222 or 1-866-354-8255. Now, once again, your hosts, Peter and Steve. We are back here in studio, and uh, just to remind everybody that uh, you can call in with any questions. Our phone numbers are 519 519- Six four three twenty two twenty two or one eight six six three five four eight two five five. So, if you have any specific questions, it's not often we have Dan in the studio that you would like to ask Dan. <laughs> please, uh, yeah, call in and and uh, get his expertise because you certainly have a lot more knowledge than I do in the plumbing field. <laughs> well, as long as it's a plumbing question, not a tiger question. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, speaking about sports, <laughs> curling's coming up. Curling is. Coming up. That's yeah. where Peter is right now. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, are you two, uh, you two playing together again this year? We are. Um, yeah, we have to defend our C Division title, I think it was. <laughs> well, that's No, good. I think it's uh, Ernie Beatty, I think. Ah. Yes. We can't say C Division. We should say something better than that. A- absolutely. It's, yes. it's, a, it's a division <laughs> winner, and that's all that matters. That, that's all that matters. I didn't win a division last year, no. so yes. <laughs> Well, it'll be good. They'll they'll be they'll have already started that. I know Kevin likes to get on that ice early in St. Thomas. So yeah. Um, now, Steve, you're also curling, also. I I am. Yes, I I'm uh, I play up in the north end, up in Ilderton. Yeah. Wow, and we curl out of St. Thomas. But, yes. Um, Who knows? Y- you never know. You, you could come and spare for us sometime. I could. I could. <laughs> <laughs> if Peter ever lets me have the night off. Oh, that's okay. true. Yeah. Okay. We can talk about that. <laughs> <laughs> so back in the mailbag I go, Dan, can you share the benefits of having soft water? <laughs> well, uh, a lot of people, um, hard water is something that uh, most of us deal with. Um, City of London, uh, most of the surrounding area, the water is not extremely hard. But there are certain advantages. Um, your soap, your detergent, um, your shampoos, all of those things you will save on. 
because it's it will help make a lather better with soft water because okay. you aren't trying to combat all of those hard things that are in the the lime the those kind of things that are in normal water yeah um out of our our great lakes which um supply most of us the water is not very hard it's hard enough that some people once they get used to a softener they they want they, they want, want the softener so if they move or change locations um of where they live they probably will want a softener in the thing about a softener is there are different sizes. There are ones that take out different grains of hardness. So you should always get a water sample done right. and get that checked before. Because you you don't want to put a softener in that's going to be too big. You want to put in a softener that's going to be the right size for you and your home. Right. Not something that's uh, oversized. It's going to use a lot of water and regeneration. Um, I would definitely get that. Uh, water checked. Yeah, we've we've got those bottles at the shop. We have. If you come to the shop, you can just ask for a water sample bottle. Um, we'll give it to you. Some in some cases, you can bring it back, and we will test it right there and then. Um, some cases, we just send it away, and we know within a few days what your hardness is. Yeah, and then they'll also make recommendations as to what product you exactly, should be. Right. exactly. And it's best to deal with. Uh, someone who does that on a fairly regular basis. Yes. Um, there are people out there I know that just go, you know, at shows that'll sell softeners or um, just go door to door to sell softeners, but uh, just kind of check that you, you're dealing with a reputable company on that. Okay, thanks. Uh, also, it, it, it also helps longevity of product, doesn't it? Like a, for what, for instance, like a water heater. I know water heaters in the St. Mary's area don't last as long as they do in the London area. No, um, it's it's definitely due to a, a different characteristic in the water. Um, you'll find that your water heater will last longer. Your If you have a heating boiler, it will last longer. You won't get the scale buildup inside of it you, the way you normally would. Some manufacturers actually suggest a water softener right. um, before you put in a new boiler. Um, also, your faucets, your toilets, they won't stain the same. Okay. So if you have like a, a hard water ring in it in a toilet sometimes, that softener will help cure that. The finishes on your faucets will last longer. There are many advantages to having soft water. Um, some people don't like to drink the soft water. Some people don't like to water their lawn with soft water. But you can always bypass a softener for those type of things. So you can have something just like a something on your sink, just like a like a different tap. You that can you have can a different tap on you your sink. To. That's right. You can have one for just drinking water, or sometimes people will want it in their tea kettle. Although soft water will prolong the life of the elements in your tea kettle and in your coffee maker. Right. Yeah. So. It's it's kind of a personal preference. Right. But as you say, once you've experienced it... You you don't want to go back to hard water quite often. Okay. Well, that makes that makes perfect sense. Um, since you've been away, you know, you, you've missed the fact that uh, next weekend is uh, Walk a Mile in Her Shoes Day here in London. That's a good thing. It is a good thing. So yes. we've, we've uh, rallied some of the troops at the shop, and uh, there's 14 of us, I think, that are going to be donning the red shoes and walking around Victoria Park next Sunday. How far are you walking, Steve? It's just a, just a mile. It's just a yeah. mile? Because just... yeah, a mile in heels will just about do me in. I think about 
10 yards and heels would probably do me in. <laughs> and Peter's <laughs> Peter's uh Peter's claiming that his knees too bad, so he's, you know, he's worried about it affecting his curling season, so he's he's just going to cheer us on from the sidelines. Well, that's good because we don't we don't want Peter's knees to give out on him because, you know, we have a title to defend. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so we're just we're directing some anybody who's listening if if you want to make a small donation to uh to it, it goes all the proceeds go to Women's Community House here in London. So it is a great cause. So if you just go to walkamile.ca, you can you can look us up and you can donate right to the Roy Inch team if you like. Well, that's a good thing. They do a lot of great things in the community. Yeah. Also, uh, we are getting into cooler climate, and um, you know, furnaces are starting to. St- well, mine hasn't turned on yet because I won't let it turn on. I keep <laughs> I keep the thermostat set so it doesn't. But it's. It's best to be proactive and reactive when it comes to heating. It is. Um, I just had our uh, yearly maintenance done on ours, and uh, uh, we had a young fellow named Dylan over, and, uh, and I'd like to big uh, give a big cadeau uh, to him because he came and did a great job for us. Did he? And, uh, you know, kept me informed on what was going on, and he did our air conditioner at the same time. And it's a good thing to, if you can, get them both done at the same time. Yes. But now is a great time of year, so now I have no worries about when I go to turn my furnace on. I was a little hot when he was doing the maintenance. <laughs> well, because he does have to fire it, uh, yes. We did have to go outside. Uh, I think he had it up to about 28 degrees. But, uh, <laughs> did he? Yeah, and I think it was 30 outside. So, uh, But he did a great job, and uh, it's something to keep your equipment act, you know, active operating at its peak, um, I think that's a, a great thing to do. Well, we're going to go to the uh, phone lines. We have uh, Ron on the line. Just one sec. Ron, are you there? Hey. Hello? Come on down. Hello. Hi. Hey, I'm at the elevator here. <laughs> okay. Thanks. <laughs> Anyways, I think we got I think we got a wrong number on that one, but um, we'll just move along. <laughs> <laughs> so we were talking about you're talking about Dylan and um, and uh, just a good job he did. He did. Um, he he certainly did. And all of our guys at uh, Roy Inch and Sons will come in and do a great job uh, on your on your furnace for you and make any recommendations that they have to make. And sometimes it's uh, nicer to know those recommendations now right? instead of uh, in the middle of heating season. Yeah, you put your system in just a few years ago, so... Yes, yeah. um, my system is three years old. And also, you know, for the benefit of warranties and guarantees, always make sure that you have your maintenance up um, because... If something does happen, then you can go back to your warranty or your guarantee and see if if that is covered. If you don't have your maintenance up, a lot of things will not be covered. It's true. Yeah. Well, we're at the end of our half hour, Dan. It goes by very quick. So when we're not on the radio, you can reach us by calling in London and St. Thomas at 519-681-2450. Uh, in the Sarnia area, you can reach us at 519-786-2373 or always at 1-866-EXPERTS or always at, and at also at RoyInch.com. You can listen to a podcast, the show at RoyInch.com, and hit the inch-by-inch inch, uh, button on the right of the homepage. 
And uh, it's good that you came in to, the, in to see us today, so I appreciate that. Yep. Thanks, Steve. So as we say at the shop, life is hard by the yard, but by the inch, life's a cinch. So we'll see you again next week. Thank you.